It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now we have to welcome in our guest, Elliot Shoreparks, who was uh, co-host of the morning show today. So he was What's part of the on? beginning of this. How are we doing, Elliot? Good. Last time I was here, Jason Kelsey was chugging 30 ounces of beer in my face. Yes. A so, so, little bit of a different vibe. So give me your perspective as, as Seltzer's Go Birds podcast partner on – their performance. I feel like you know how the betting market shifts sometimes, then it goes back the other way. Yep. It, I mean, all the steam was on Seltzer. It made Kelsey the underdog, and then you watch that battle, and you're like, "Yeah, they got it wrong in this time." So, <laughs> to me, it reminded me a little bit of the Super Bowl because everyone thinks that field was wet, and that's why the Eagles lost. I think them pulling out a 30 ounce mug out of nowhere without James knowing was unfair. Surprise, surprise. It was completely unfair. All week, there was talks of a red solo cup. That was what the, the rules stipulated. And I'm not blaming Jason for this. Jason wasn't involved. But if I'm James, I'm not considering that a loss. There's a major asterisk there. It was, it was unfair. So you're mad because he, he could, like, it, it was supposed to be a solo cup and he couldn't chug the whole thing? Yeah. If, you, if you're a drinker, you're a drinker, man. That's, a drinker, that's an excuse. 30 ounces. Like, that's that, an excuse. That is absurd. I, I guarantee you, everybody down here, would agree with me. If you're a drinker, you drink. A drinker drinks. Can I get a, yeah. can I get a hand for that? Yeah. Drinkers drink. I Ain't no excuses. A, yeah. I might do a 30-ounce after this hit, but I'm saying if I'm going <laughs> to chug, like chugging is not 30 ounces. That's absurd. Where would you go to school? Did y'all play these beer games in school? No, it would have taken me two hours to finish that. Beer. Two oh, hours? See, yeah. He went to a private school. That's, yeah. what that, that's nah, that I'm, private school <laughs> education. Yeah. Make it an espresso <laughs> martini, maybe I'll throw it down, but the, 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 the heavy beer is not for me. Hugh, you also asked the, the right crowd when you wanted to cheer their drinkers drink. It's, it's 11 a.m. or right at a bar. This, no, is, this, this is the right crowd this, to ask. This is, everyone here knows. This this is the the weekend has officially started on Wednesday. Yesterday, yeah, <laughs> it started yesterday. yesterday. I will say though that although James did do great, watching Jason do, chug that beer was unbelievable. Like he took that thing down like it was a little like a, he was a Dixie zone. cup of water. Or he something. was not going to lose that. He, he was not going to lose. You could that. tell he was ready. He had his elbows ready. He had the you know he had his stance right. And uh, yeah, that's he, why we drafted. He dominated. I think there was like that. too much talk about Seltzer winning. Player. Yeah, I, I think it actually. Worked in Kelsey's favor. It turned too much. It, it was like, remember before the Eagles-Giants game, where initially it was, oh, the Eagles are going to win. And then it was like, well, the Giants are kind of frisky, and they just beat Minnesota, and Hurts is, 
No. At the end of the day, the Eagles just dominated the Giants. Yeah, I think we outthought ourselves. Like, we have a Hall of Fame offensive lineman against a, a, a sports radio guy. He like, did well, though. <laughs> he, he did. Well. He, did. He, he did. That's my podcast guy. I can't, you know, can't rip him too much. No, he did a good job, and that, it was fun to watch. You go check it out. It's on Facebook Live if you want to go, if you missed it earlier. All right, Elliot, a couple things to, to hit, her, and we'll get to the Tobias stuff. We wanted to wait for you to talk about the Tobias crumble cookie thing. The truth thing. he told? Well, uh, in, in a sense. So we'll get to that, but. Why, why, why did Kyle pick the worst pitcher he could pick for the post? I, I didn't put, no, 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 that's not our Twitter account, Hugh. Not our Twitter account. Oh, we, got, we got photos of you yes. out there? All right. The Elliot, worst, the worst pitcher. That's so, how it always goes. You blame the internet, not me, dude. Yeah, that's not it. our fault. So a couple things we want to throw at you. Eagle stuff, we were debating Mount Rushmore with Eagles. We'll get to that next. But this kind of organically came into our conversation today. Elliot, if you had one game to win yeah. and you could pick any Eagles quarterback in their prime, like you, the, the best version of themselves – which quarterback you hand in the ball to? So, you know, you just said you think we overthought it with James and uh, Jason Kelsey. Mm-hmm. It is overthinking it to not just pick the best quarterback. And the best quarterback is Donovan McNabb. If I had to pick one quarterback to win one game in the history of the Eagles, I am taking Donovan McNabb 10 out of 10 times. And honestly, I would probably take Jalen Hurts before I would take Nick Foles wow. as well. Nick Foles was awesome. Unbelievable. It was two games. Two games. It's an extremely small sample size. Donovan was clutch year after year after year after year in the playoffs. They didn't win the Super Bowl, is what it is. But he was a better quarterback than Nick Foles, and that's how you make decisions. You pick the most talented player. <laughs> but we are going for small sample, right? It's one game. Like, I, I don't need a body of work. I need one decisions. I need one game, though. Like, what, what oh, okay. do I care about oh, a body right. of work? So take the most See. talented one. Who's more likely to play well based on their career, McNabb or Foles? My eyes tell me Nick Foles. No, no, what do the stats tell you? Well, the highest pass rating in Eagles history no, belongs to Nick this, Foles. This, Regular this season. How, Regular season. This is how you get it, Belly. This is how you get it. You got to break it down for a small sample size for Joe. Yeah. Joe, how did you feel going into every playoff game when Nick Foles was a quarterback after they played the left? They were an office? underdog uh, in I, every game. I, I, I know. I, I felt better each round, to be honest. I felt bad so, at the first, and then it grew. It grew. I, I thought they'd beat Atlanta, but I was wary about Foles. Okay, I yeah, thought yeah. they'd beat Minnesota, but I thought it'd be tight and low scoring. And then I thought they would definitely beat the Patriots. But I got, see, I got more confident. You were, you were worried. I ain't trying to play with no quarterback where I don't know what I'm going to get. That's you, like shooting you dice. Think no one, wait a dice second. Gonna roll. You guys think no one here is worried about Donovan heading its NFC title games? No, let's I think, be real. I, no, I'm not, not, let's at be not at the beginning. Let's be honest. In the beginning, going into the, going into the title games, you felt good about the team. Yes. yes. And then the outcome, like because in, in, in the NFC Championship game against Tampa Bay, you couldn't have told me we were losing that game. Well, no one believed that. Right? Let me, let it let was me just ask like, wow. Let me ask you this, Joe. If they would have lost to the Falcons, Vikings, or Patriots, what would the reaction have been? Well, the reaction would have been that Foles wasn't good enough. If okay. Wentz was healthy, had, it would have been different, all that kind of stuff. What's the reaction from McNabb losing those games? It said he wasn't, he wasn't clutch, right? It's because he's better. The expectations were higher from him. Foles was playing with house money, and he played great, you and did, he deserves that statue out there. You had logic he'd bring it to the table. But, but McNabb went into games with the expectation yeah. of carrying the team. Right. Foles was, and he played great, Foles was along for the ride much more than McNabb was. Damn, he, Wait, he broke it down like you, that. Okay, okay, along, ESP. Along for the ride, he was a Super Bowl MVP. Along for the ride. Right. He was a, but I'm saying they won because of that team as a whole. McNabb had worst offensive weapons. The only year he had one good offensive weapon, he went all the way to the Super Bowl. And he lost, but he went all yeah. the way to the Super Bowl. Those other years, he didn't have good weapons. But he had a better defense that helped carry him at times, too. I mean, come on. Well, what about that Falcons game? 
Right, and that game, yes, but the, uh, and yeah, the and defense in the championship game gave up seven points. But what about the Super Bowl? Like Nick Foles yeah, had to carry game. the team. That's what I'm saying. One game. I know, but overall, the, the, I mean, think about it. The Eagles that had Donovan, that defense, Donovan could have games where he went nine of eighteen for 150 yards. They won the game. Nick needed two big games to win. Nick needed one big game. Well, he played two big games, right? right. He needed one big game. Yeah. All right, so you would take Donovan. Yeah. Hughes on Vic. What do you think about that? I said, wow, okay. Wait a minute. I said, this, see, see, see how you do? See how you do? I said, I'll take Vic over Foles. That's what I said. Um, I mean, Vic is a more talented player, and I think in today's NFL, he would be even better than he was. The Probably. only issue with Vic is he is pretty reckless with the ball, mm-hmm. and he's reckless with his body. So that one's closer for me. I would probably take Foles. Then you got to give it to Foles that, you know, he he has had. Man, listen, I, Nick Foles. I, I I appreciate everything that he's done, but if we're talking about one game, one game. he is not my quarterback. Well, he played the most important game. No, in he Eagles did. Franchise no, history. no, and I'm not taking that away from him. He did. He played the absolute most important game in the history of the Philadelphia Eagles. But if we're just talking about one random game, he is not my guy. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all right elliot our mount rushmore uh you could give your mount rushmore after but just our debate we started off with was howie or andy if you had if you had to pick one for the eagles mount rushmore who would you pick Man, it's a great question because I think they're so intertwined in a lot of ways. Uh, I'll preface this by saying they're both on my Mount Rushmore. But if I have to just pick one, I think it's Howie Roseman. Howie Roseman has oversaw the best stretch in franchise history with the Super Bowl last year and then the Super Bowl in 2017. The early 2000s are certainly right up there. But Howie won a Super Bowl and, and Andy didn't. Super Bowl I, trumps everything. I also think if I had to pick one to start my team with, I'm picking Howie. As good as Andy is, and he is a great coach, Howie can impact the team in so many ways. He can hire a great head coach. He can impact the draft. He can impact free agency. And I think the Eagles turning into what they have become, which is, you know, I don't want to say juggernaut, but they're, they're running at all, uh, clicking at high levels. That's Howie. So no, he, he I lost, think of the two, I would have though. to take Howie. I was winning with the quarterback thing, but now he just See, he it's not, it's, now he's on the right side of the debate. Yeah, he, he came to <laughs> the right Andy, side. But Andy's Howie. close. I mean, again, they're both on my Mount Rushmore's, but I think Howie ultimately, like, you can tell the history of the uh, – here's a way to put it. If you were telling the history of the Eagles, is it easier to tell it without Howie or without Andy? Without Andy. 
It's right. e- I agree with you. It's easier to tell it without Andy because you need the no, Super I mean, Bowl it's victory. It's easier to tell it without Howie. My fault. Well, I, you're going to start with the Super Bowl. And the, no, the you're going to. And you're going to start with gonna, Nick Foles raising gonna, the trophy. But I'm just, just bringing that up. You're going to start with Andy and the foundation that he laid. What's the problem with the Sixers right now? A lot. Yeah, <laughs> oh, a no, lot there's no, no, there's the, not that many problems. Not, uh, are you the problem s- is they got Boston. If they would have gotten Denver's schedule, we'd be having a parade. How many draft? Who do we draft last week? Nobody. Who we drafted next year? N- n- pro- I mean, I don't know, but probably no- nothing Ain't of significance. Yeah. yeah, well, they, on, had, they had one of the best rosters in the NBA. Draft you, picks wouldn't even be You know be what? I, I went down that road. I forgot who I was talking to. Yeah. Let me go ahead and back this train on. All right, back, back, uh, so, so you think you would start the history of the Eagles with Andy? Like this, the story, Hugh. Me. The yeah. story of the Philadelphia Eagles starts with Andy Reid. Why? Because of the foundation that he laid that Howie followed. He fo- Howie is following Andy Reid's template. I Howie, agree. I agree. With Howie that. was put in the closet. Chip Kelly put Howie in the closet. He did. And and he was he fell out of grace. Howie learned from that mistake that he made, and he never looked back. Well, I think to your point, um, it's like if you look at a beautiful house, Howie might have built the house, but I agree. The foundation is Andy. Andy taught him about the offensive line, the defensive line. Those are all truths. But at the end of the day, if I had to write one sentence about the Philadelphia Eagles, it is not. Andy oversaw a great stretch in the 2000s. It is Howie Roseman built a Super Bowl winner in the first one in franchise history. But Andy, it, but how, um, Howie is following the culture that Andy implemented. So that that's how I, I see it. That's how I look at it. Because if, if there's no if there's no Andy here to make those mistakes, there's no Howie. It's kind of crazy when you but think who's about it. Had guys? more success because he's learned from Andy's mistakes. No, I agree. He's learned yeah. from him. It, but ultimately, it's Howie. It's how he's had, had more success. success. Yeah. yeah. yeah how, you're talking about here in Philadelphia yeah. well, yeah, or just he, as, well, he's in, had, as in total? Well, well, in total, it's now Andy because he just <laughs> – I mean, last year in the Super Bowl was kind of a tiebreaker for that year, right? Andy versus Howie. Andy right. beat Howie's team in the Super Bowl. So that, that pushes it to Andy. But isn't it kind of crazy, guys, that they've had in the last 20-something years one of the greatest coaches of all time, one of the greatest executives of all time, but they didn't win with the two of them together. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. weird. They're both going to end up in the Hall of Fame. I mean, Andy's obviously in the Hall of Fame, and I think Howie's going to end up there too. Howie's in the Hall of Fame if they win that game, in my opinion. I agree. Two, two times that dude. Yeah. And it's not over. I mean, the other part about Howie, Elliot, is as an executive, and he started so young, like he's got a runway of, I don't know, maybe 20 more years well, if he wants to. That's why I think the two people we're talking about are probably the most probably the two most valuable assets in the NFL. Like, Patrick Mahomes is certainly there. He's a great quarterback. He's the best quarterback. But if I'm starting a team, out of every single player, head coach, and GM, I think Howie and, uh, and Andy are probably picks one and two. You get the best, from, well, best well, coach well, and the best GM. But Mahomes. You're, you're take, you're Mahomes. Take I'm taking GM a head coach City? and a GM over a quarterback every time. But they last can, longer. There's no health implications. Well, that's, that's true. But you could also get a coach to coach Mahomes, and he still won a lot of games, right? Pey- Peyton Manning, I mean, he, he went to a Super Bowl with Jim Caldwell. Yeah, but Andy's won everywhere he's been. I, I agree. I mean, right. it's, yeah, I mean, th- that's why this is such an interesting debate. All right, let's get to the Tobias Harris stuff. I can't wait to what Elliot has to say about this. So, Tyre, let's play this. This was Tobias Harris yesterday um, talking about really all of us uh, and, cas- as he would call it, casual Sixers fans and uh, uh, kind of ascertaining his own value. Here was Tobias Harris yesterday. Trade speculation, casual Sixers fans, they'll trade me for a crumble cookie. But at the end of the day, you know, I have to realize, like, you're not getting a 6'9 forward back who can, you know, damn near shoot 40% from three, guard other teams' best best player, shoot post-up drive, play 70-plus games a year. All right, listen, number one, I'm going to get frustrated here. I would trade Tobias Harris for a crumble cookie. If, well, that, if, would, it, yeah. that would be a bad trade. Well, it'd be a, well... 
Their cookies are pretty good. I mean, I know so he's. So is Tobias. Um, I haven't had a crumble cookie, but you I haven't? want one. Yeah, well, you, I'm, it's actually probably helped their business. I know he's like he's got investment in that. But I would trade him for the cookie. The second thing is, I mean, what is he talking about? That you can't find players like him. He, first of all, when was the last time Tobias ever guarded the other team's best so player? So that part he was wrong Ridiculous. About. I agree with you that. Could tell, you could tell that his dad's nonsense two days ago. He, he believes this stuff. Like, he's 6'9". Okay, he can shoot a little bit. Yeah. But, like, you can find... He had me with the 70 games. You though. can find play... The NBA today, shooting 30-something percent from three isn't something you write home about. They all do that. Well, I don't, think, I, don't think do that. They, I don't think they all do that, number one. But, number two, if Tobias is such an easy commodity... Why did he get a max contract? Well, the Sixers made a mistake. Okay, but do you agree in free agency you're generally worth what you get paid? Like, the market dictates what you're worth, right? So yeah, he timing, got paid that yeah. contract. And Tobias on this team is not asked to do a lot. So I agree that Tobias is overpaid based off his role. I would not want Tobias as a top two or three player on a championship team. But Tobias is correct. He's a good three-point shooter. He is a somewhat decent ISO player. He plays his role. It's not easy to find guys like Tobias. The issue is Tobias makes a lot of money. See but that, that is a major issue in a salary cap. But that's not Tobias's fault. No, but, it's, but he doesn't get it. Like, we're not judging him. No one ever said he's a bad basketball player. But he's, you said you'd trade him for a cookie. Because it would take his money off the books. Okay, see, so you must not think he's that good at basketball. See, unless you think this I'm cookie with, is going to start. But see, that's why I'm at with it, too. Because, and and you, have to, you have to read the comments when they talk about this Tobias Harris story. Because that's exactly what people were saying. They said, you're not a bad player. It's just that your contract is hindering us from going out and getting other people. Like, and that's the way that I feel about it. Tobias Harris is a guy on a team that, that we, we, we need somebody Outside of James Harden, I know how you feel about James Harden, and you know how I feel about him, but I think that that's what the issue is with Tobias Harris. I just want him gone because I want Tyrese Maxey to be here, and I wish we could make some other moves, but that that's it. Well, it's just look, a, look, Elliot, look, I think it's a bad look from Tobias. Like he's almost demeaning fans who are frustrated at the team and his contract. Like, like don't tell me. Like, don't see, try to make is, yourself be better than you are. I, we all know what he is as a player. We all know it. He's an average is, basketball this player. This is where we go down that path of not wanting athletes to tell the truth and just wanting them to say what we want them to say. What's Tobias supposed to get up there and say? Hey, everybody, sorry I suck, but they gave me all that money. That's not how he feels. He's a professional. He's play, Like he's talking about himself. If someone asked you to describe yourself, you wouldn't get up there and rip yourself ultimately so at the end of the day yes it is what he's saying going to go over well with the fans no of course not the Sixers nothing the Sixers are going to do right now is going to come go off well everybody's mad at them everyone's mad at Joel everyone's mad at Tobias but that doesn't change the fact that what Tobias said is mostly true we're just mad at him right now because of how the playoffs went 66 players in the league last year shot 38 percent from three how many are six nine I can look I would say maybe a third of those. Okay, so now we're already down to 33. Right. Yeah, but like this is not an, a crazy thing. Like every team has one or two of these guys. That's, that's math. Okay. That's yeah. a pr- somewhat valuable commodity if you have one or two on every team. Right, but it's not rare. Like it's not like ten, 20 years ago, 6-9 could defend, shoot, like wow. They all come in the league, they could do this now. It just it's, yeah. it's not moving me to like So you would agree that Tobias has a skill set that's important in the NBA? No, not well, you just said. All the players a, do it. It's a replicable skill. That's right. what I mean. So for thirty-eight million dollars, like get yeah. him out of here. See, that's the thing. He, and he, I would it's trade the, it's the money. It's I the would money. trade him to be clear. If you could 
trade him for a better player, I would absolutely do that. But this idea that they have to get rid of him, they were one of the best teams in the NBA last year. They were this close to beating Boston, and in my opinion, they would have won the title if that happened. So the Sixers are not in a position where they need to blow it up. They don't have to get rid of Tobias. Would you trade him for something better? Of course, but you can make that argument for every player in the NBA. If the Sixers run it back, they are legit title contenders. Do you know six crumble cookies cost like 40 bucks? That's why the move would work with the equivalent of the Tobias contract. Yeah. Six crumble cookies. I looked at Well, they're big. What do you think's worth more, Tobias' contract or all of crumble cookies? That's a good good question. (laughs) They better be some damn good cookies. Well, with the free advertising. That's like $3 a cookie. Yeah. I got them once. They're, They're pretty good. No, for $3, Joe, well, they, better be, they better be damn it's, good. It's almost like it's like six cookies because they're like a double cookie. They're for not three, just three dollars. I'm just Joe? saying they're not. It's not like a normal size. I don't cookie. like the double cookies. Like they're too much for me. You Give me want, a regular cookie. Like a regular like chips. Like cookie? Cookie? Yeah, that's, that's like kind of cookies small. that have like small. peanut butter cups, caramel. Like that's not a cookie. That's like a mini pie. So what do you think? You think of chocolate chip? Yeah, chocolate chip pie. Yeah, standard chocolate chip cookie. They are warm Cookies were cookies. They are warm. They come warm though. I did see that they. Yeah, those are pretty good. All right, Elliot, where? Uh, give us your, your updated feeling. I think I know it already on James Harden. As we, are you surprised that the opt out has not been exercised? This is it is interesting. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it's very interesting. Um, I think the market is not there for James Harden like he expected. When I think early throughout, or I shouldn't say early throughout the regular season, he thought that Houston was going to give him a big deal. That's clearly not happening. And I think the Sixers are in some ways uh, negotiating against themselves. I think Daryl Morey probably deserves a lot of credit, and we haven't seen the final deal yet. But if he can get James Harden back on two years, $80 million, two years, eighty-five, it's a phenomenal deal for the Sixers. So my guess is he will be back. Uh, the number I'm looking at is does it get up to 47 a year? That's where I would get a, a little worried. But if you can keep it at 38, 39, 40, yeah, I, I, I think that's, that's what's going to happen. What about the years? I mean, that, that's, that matters more to me because he, he does kind of control one year of this, right? He could just opt in. So, yeah. so in, in his perspective, if you're not giving me more than – one, I'm, I'm just going to opt well, in. Well, let me ask you guys this. Do you think, would you rather have him opt in so you have him for one year or sign him at two years where you then own his rights the following Tradable year? asset the year right. after? Yeah, tradable asset. That's what I'm thinking. So I kind of think two years is better. Unless you just plan on keeping Tobias because then you can clear both of them in a year, right? You can clear $80 million in cap space. Well, then space. you're really all in on trying to win, keeping Tobias. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying you can clear $80 million in cap right. space well, after I, I the season. Well, I think that's what's interesting, too. If Tobias... So let's say they know Harden is going to opt in. I think Tobias becomes more valuable because at that point, Tobias is an expiring deal. And if you have both Tobias and James Harden, and to your point, uh, you know, coming off the books next year, then you legit can kind of remake this team if you want to. Yeah, you could. It's going to be interesting. So a couple more days for, uh, I think it's tomorrow. Tomorrow, I think it is the opt-in date for, uh, for James Harden. We shall see. All right, Elliot, what are you, uh, are you done for the day now? I'm just hanging around. Yeah. So, I mean, I can come I about can come to get back, that 30-ounce beer and come hang out with us? If I had a 30-ounce beer, I'd be asleep by <laughs> 1 o'clock. Well, James Seltz just walked by. He's, he's alive after his 30-ounce beer, which yeah. I'm not surprised at. He's fine. All right, Elliot, we appreciate it. I'm surprised it. he's still showing his face after that showing uh, that he had. He's here. He is back. All right, Elliot, we appreciate you hopping on.